before I even say hi and start this podcast, I just have to explain and defend myself and say that, yes, I am aware this is the biggest clickbait and outrageous podcast title I have ever written. Do I think talking is selfish? Of course not. That claim is so wild, I don't think I've ever heard anyone make that argument. But do I love being a munch and capitalizing off of outrageous titles? (laughs) Absolutely. But hi, thank you so much for being here and for listening. Today, I wanted to talk deeply about how we have conversations with people and why I think that because most people are unaware of this concept of self-awareness within a conversation that talking within a conversation can be selfish. I believe there needs to be a mindful balance in everything that we do and if we're all having conversations every day, why not? work to the best of our abilities to make them as abundant and fulfilling as possible. I've been trying to put this concept into words for years now, and I just recently saw a TikTok that helped me get my gears of thoughts going. So this girl says, have you ever had someone say that you're quiet or a good listener? And you're like, okay, but hear me out. What if you've just never asked me a single question about myself in the entire time that I've known you? (laughs) To me, conversations are arguably the most important thing that I value in my life. And if we're having conversations every day, it's a muscle that I constantly wish to exercise. Today, I wanted to mainly focus and talk on how well or how poorly one can hold a conversation without rambling and forgetting that a conversation is a two-way street, and how it's not common for people to be aware that they're making the entire conversation about themselves and making the other person solely listen, which is why I made the title of this Talking is Selfish okay? (laughs) Okay, now let me give an example of how this looks in our daily conversations just so you realize how common this is. So one person can go, Tiff, oh my gosh, I have been having the absolute worst day. I could go, ugh, no way, my day was horrendous too. I literally just had to work a shift until 3 a.m., My patient literally just shit all over me and then started swinging at me. (laughs) I have not eaten. I have an 8 a.m. lecture in the morning. My mom's about to beat my ass when I get home. All these things. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Do you see how it goes from the first person to solely me so quickly? Now, what if I responded like this instead? You poor thing. What happened today? I'm so sorry. Let's talk about it. I don't think that it's selfish to want to talk about yourself. As humans, I feel like that's just how we are wired. We inherently want to be heard and understood. But (laughs) have you 
just had a conversation with someone and this person just won't shut up about themselves. This person just wants to talk about their personal thoughts and usually I will have the capacity to listen and be invested in the conversation. But I find that although I am giving them my full attention, the other person in the conversation is just using me as an outlet to confide in. Which is also completely necessary at times too, because maybe this person doesn't have anyone else to confide in, they have a relatively weak support system, and then they meet someone like you and I, who is more than willing to listen and assure them that they are heard and understood. And they're just making the most of the connection with a kind person like yourself. They just want attention, so they tend to steer the conversation towards themselves. But maybe I have something to add in the conversation too, and I try to offer up a few words to say, but I can't even do that in this conversation. I get interrupted and then redirected back to this person's desired topic, and I get tuned out again. Then I am left feeling unheard and overwhelmed after the conversation, and really, I just cannot wait for it to be over. <laughs> it feels like these people are just in the pursuit of attention. I do not know why, but since I was young, I have always been extremely aware of the balance of listening and talking within every conversation that I've had, and Oftentimes, it ruins me just being so aware of this. Most conversations are not the equal 50% listening and 50% talking. I find that a majority of the conversations I have are 90% of me listening and 10% of me talking. And that's not even because I don't have anything to say. I have everything to say. I just don't feel like I have the opportunities to when I'm talking to people. So I came to learn that psychologists have labeled this phenomenon as conversational narcissism. It is not a flattering term at all, despite how a majority of people we have conversations with fall into this label. Despite having pure intentions and often without even being aware that this is a thing that hurts the people around you. I think that it is extremely difficult to be honest with yourself, to be aware of the conversations that you have with people, and to see if this phenomenon truly applies to you. I guess my best way of describing a conversational narcissist is someone who has a deep hunger just to communicate with someone. They have a tendency to steer conversations back to themselves, and usually this is unconsciously. They're basically just having a monologue with themselves, right? They're speech addicts. When you talk to them, the conversation is extremely one-sided, and it's never really interpersonal or interactive with you. A conversational narcissist can't move away from their own agenda long enough to engage with the other person that they're having a conversation with. It quickly becomes clear that this conversation is no longer about you, it is solely about them. 
and their constant talking may sound more like a lecture than a conversation even. You'll feel like you have no voice after a conversation with a person like this. Conversational narcissists are just difficult listeners, and because of their addiction to speaking, they're the kinds of people who, despite being aware that they talk excessively, do not consider it to be a problem. This concept is different than just an outgoing person who has pure intentions of talking, as this kind of person would be aware and even acknowledge that they're talking a lot and show some empathy that they're taking over the conversation for some time and back off, whereas a conversational narcissist is not even aware that they've hijacked the conversation and made it all about them. A conversational narcissist also won't be so willing to let that spotlight go. Trying to have a meaningful interaction with someone who's conversationally narcissistic can be lonely, and that's why I wanted to talk about this today. Because feeling lonely within a conversation with someone is something that I have noticed I have felt when I have conversations every day. While it may seem a bit strange that I'm analyzing conversations with such depth, I feel like it will help you see how a conversation un unfolds and how you can easily fall into the conversational narcissism trap. I think this selfishness stems from the main character concept, which basically refers to when someone feels like the main character in the story that is your life. When you are in this mindset, everyone around you is a side character that enriches your narrative. You are the most important thing because this is your life. But when you think of yourself as the central figure of your life, you put so much weight on the ego-driven self that you flatten those around you. You neglect the fullness and the richness of their existence, which is why you're more interested in talking about yourself rather than listening to the people around you. Or that's just, that's, that's what I think. <laughs> I also think that because we live in a society that praises communicative people and we label them as confident with rare leadership qualities, we become tricked to believe that the more that we talk and the faster that we talk, the better of a person we are and the higher our self-esteem is. Nevertheless, it is more common than not to find leaders who can communicate for hours without actually saying one useful thing. They just be talking a whole lot of raw, bruh. <laughs> I've also come to the connection that when we have conversations with anyone, you are put into either one of two positions. I like this comparison, so hear me out, okay? You can either be the child within the conversation, or you could be the parent. Now, let me explain. When we were young, say we would come home from a day of school, the first question our parents or just an adult would ask us is, how was school today? Tell me about your day. And as a child, we would freely ramble about our days while the adults would just listen. So if that's how we've grown up, 
being used to only talking about ourselves, when do we grow out of that habit and realize that, hey, maybe it's also nice to be heard too. Let's mature a little bit and begin to be the parent within a conversation and begin listening to the people we love. I have been told that I am a great listener when it comes to meeting new people or just talking to my friends. People will just be revealing the most outrageous and intimate thoughts to me. (laughs) And when people say that about me, they mean it as a pure compliment. I'll take it. If I have given someone the time to feel welcomed, valued, heard, and supported when they talk to me, then I have done my job as a person. But my gosh, recently I've been so hyper-focused on how one-sided a lot of my conversations are and I can no longer take being a good listener as a flattering compliment because only I know how much I love to talk and how much I have to say but I find that I rarely have the chance to. And there's also that argument that you could say, Tiff, if you feel like you want to talk, then just do it. You're creating your own problem on yourself. It's not that deep. You know you could always just jump into the conversation too and talk if you truly wanted to. But the issue with that is, if the person that you're talking to is solely going on about themselves, It's difficult to join the conversation, especially if they don't want to listen to you. (laughs) I find that a lot of people appear to be stuck in this childlike mind where they really enjoy talking about themselves. And being put into this child label doesn't even have to be based on age. (laughs) Recently, I've been taking a ceramics class with arguably older people and I find that being a conversation narcissist has no set age. These old people too will just be dumping and telling me everything. (laughs) People inherently love talking and to some extreme that's okay because I will always be more than willing to listen. But I think it's extremely rare to find someone who is what I described as the parent within the conversation. Someone who is eager and curious to learn more about you and who finds the beauty in listening to everyone they meet. And almost selfishly, I have been paying attention on this for a while. Maybe that's wrong of me to see the conversations that I have with such depth and for putting this subconscious pressure onto people to listen as much as they speak. But I can't help it. If we're all having conversations every day, why should we not exercise our ability to make them as fulfilling as possible? And that's not to say we can't gossip. We can't be running our mouths. We can't just plop down after a long day and rant about really horrible things and let off frustration, get the comfort we need, and just have superficial conversation. We obviously need that too. But ideally, I feel like a lot of us have to step back 
and look at ourselves and how we talk to people, but especially more, how we listen. Okay, so I feel like I have done a great job of humbling a large group (laughs) of people that I have labeled as a conversation narcissist. I am so sorry, but maybe you've come to the awareness that you tend to fall into the rhythm of just rambling about yourself when you talk to people. And that's okay. So what can we do now? What makes a good conversation? I think the first question is to ask yourself truthfully and with no ego, do you tend to speak or listen more in conversations? Your first reaction to me asking this is more likely, no, of course I don't do that. My conversations are pretty balanced and to just push that blame along to someone you know. But we shouldn't be so quick to dismiss that about ourselves, that we can be selfish in conversation. Conversational narcissism takes much more subtle forms And we are all guilty of it from time to time. So the second thing is, I feel like as people, we've lost the practice of respect that comes with asking people questions when you talk to them. I will be gagged if anyone I talk to will ask me a question about myself. I know that sounds so simple, but I feel like by default, we just don't know how to ask questions when we talk to people anymore. Or maybe people just don't want to. So start by making an effort to ask questions when you're talking to someone. Ask more questions. Be ever curious. And make the time to truly listen to the person you're talking to and give them the platform to feel valued and heard. Or in other words, be present. (laughs) encourage the people you talk to to share more and show that you value their perspective make a point of being more self-aware of how long you've been talking i think we should all get into this habit of putting the other person above yourself when you're in a conversation if no one else can get a word in when they talk to you it's time for you to step aside for the next person to speak Stop your ego from doing all of the talking and begin practicing the adult mindset, which was where you find the beauty in listening. We have to actively go out of our way to place the attention on the other person you're talking to. Let go of the need to fill every space with something to say. The cornerstone for this, I think, is also just a deemed respect But to respect someone is to learn how to listen to them. They say that respect comes in two elements. The first is the moment you give visibility to someone, and the second is when they reciprocate. This is the last thing to a great conversation, and this is a given, so it might seem silly to even mention this. But practicing empathy is major when fostering a good conversation. Being an empathetic person looks like putting yourself in someone's shoes, understanding their emotions, and showing genuine concern or curiosity within their experiences. Instead of redirecting the conversation back to yourself, 
actively validate and acknowledge the feelings and the experiences of the person who's talking. Demonstrate empathy by reflecting on their words, expressing understanding, and by providing support. This helps foster an atmosphere of trust and encourages open and honest communication. Okay, so how do we respond to a conversational narcissist in our life, especially if it's someone that is so close to us? I think the biggest thing for me is that when I know that someone has this trait, I limit my exposure to them. Even though I have always deemed myself as someone who loves to listen and learn more about other people, I am still human. I have my own thoughts and I have so much to say. So when we are constantly around people who are conversational narcissists, it is extremely overwhelming and it gets tiring. You need people who understand that conversations are mutual and people who adore getting to hear your voice. I take so much pride in all of my best friends as they are the most generous people that I know, especially in conversation. I find that all of my best friends have cultivated a relationship with me that is as close to 50-50 as it can be within a conversation. By that, I mean 50% of me listening to them talk and that's because I'm genuinely curious and love all of their ideas, but also 50% of me talking because they are aware and respect me and are eager to hear my perspective too. Okay, <laughs> that's all I have to say. I hope this episode made sense and this isn't just my anxious mind spiraling and overanalyzing something that is just not that serious, but I mean, it means a lot to me, so I'm so grateful for you being here and for listening. Thank you for your time! <laughs> okay, bye-bye!